before that, but we, we come here to Mark chapter number 12 this evening, and it's a very familiar portion of Scripture, and I think a lot of times the temptation is when you get to this Scripture is that, that you, you quickly jump on, you got to pick a side, right? You gotta, are you on the, the, the abundance giving or are you on the absolute giving? And, it's, and here's the interesting thing, as I was studying this, I realized that God doesn't necessarily, the Lord doesn't necessarily downgrade one of these givings or, or downgrade the other one and say, all right, this is not how you're supposed to do it. But I think you know, we're going to see tonight how there's a progression that will take place in the Christian life when it comes to our giving. But wouldn't it be interesting uh, tonight if we begin to take offerings up like they did here in the Bible? There was, there, here is the Lord. He has set himself directly across from the treasury there in the temple, which was a place, probably more than a box, that they would take their tithes and they would take their offerings and they would place them into that box. And now Jesus has set himself in front of that and he's watching people as they give. And not just as they give, but he's watching what they give. Imagine tonight if I grabbed this offering plate and I stood right here and I said, all right, it's offering time and I'm going to watch everybody who gives tonight and then I'm going to watch what you give. And then I'm going to teach the church a lesson about what you give. You would say, hey, preacher, that's getting, that's getting way too personal, preacher. I, I mean, we, we give in secret and we, we give without people knowing. And I understand all that tonight, but that's not what the Lord did. The Lord said, hey, he, he's going to sit right here and I'm going to watch who's giving. And then the Bible tells us that he calls over his disciples and he said, hey, did you watch them as they give? And he begins to teach a lesson with what those people have, have brought as an offering, right? And, it's, and you say, well, preacher, that, 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 that'd be way, way too, too, too much for that. And, and you say, if that's the case, I simply ask you, well, who wants to go first? <laughs> Who's going to bring their offering and say, hey, preacher, here it is, and here's how much it is, and now tell everybody how much I gave. I remember one time I was back there counting the offering. This was a couple of years ago, and, and we were counting the offering, and we were separating missions and tithes and uh, envelopes and all that kind of stuff, and there was a mission envelope that was folded three or four times in and of itself. Like, you know, you could tell somebody had been holding on to it, and somebody had, had been, you know, they, they gave it purposefully into the offering. And I, I unfolded, and I noticed there was nothing wrote on it. I said, well, that's, that's not uncommon. They, they, they gave, maybe they gave to missions. They didn't just put their name on it, though. And then I opened up the envelope, and there was nothing in it. And I said, who were they trying to fool? Or who were they trying to impress? Oh, I'm giving something. It's right here. Puts it in the offering plate. There ain't nothing in there tonight. We come here tonight, and, and, and Jesus, is, he's observing these offerings, and he, he, he observes two different offerings. Right, there is, there is a group of people that give of their abundance and there is this little widow lady who gives absolutely everything she has. And I don't think the Lord pulls out the difference to be critical of one and to be critical of the, or not to be critical of the other. But really, I think he's trying to draw a distinction for us tonight between these two offerings. One was a good offering. Right, those that gave her the abundance, they weren't doing anything wrong. They, they were giving a, a, the right offering unto the Lord, and they, they were doing a good thing tonight. I would step off to say that if you give out of your abundance of the blessings that God has blessed you with, and you begin to give out of those that abundance, you're not doing a wrong thing. It's a, it's a good thing to give unto the Lord. But notice, one was a good offering, while the other was an offering of faith. One was an offering from all they had, the other was an offering with all they had. 
And we see here tonight that, that Jesus doesn't condemn one and he doesn't pull out his disciples and say, look at those terrible rich people over there giving out of their abundance. How dare they do that? Peter, don't you become a rich giver like that. But rather, he, he pulls out a distinction here to help you and I to realize that really there, there's these two kind of types of giving and we may start at one, but the goal should be to end at the other. And we're gonna see tonight that to go from giving solely out of our abundance to learning to give God everything we have. Right, to give everything we have. And I, I've preached it, I've even said it this way, and I've heard it preached this way. Now listen, I'm not telling you to give every, everything you have up. I'm not telling you to, 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 to write a, a check. <laughs> we received a blank check in the offering this morning. And I thought they, they done gave it all to the Lord. <laughs> it was a mistake. They didn't mean to put it in there. And I thought, man, they, they wrote a blank, blank check. For, they got the message, amen. I'm gonna go and whatever God, Lord, it's all yours, right? But we, I, I, we say, you know, I'm not telling you to give everything you have into the offering plate, but if the Lord is, that's between you and him, right? And we see here tonight that there was one that gave, out of, there was some that gave out of their abundance. Well, there was one that gave her all, and I think God's desire is for us to start at one, right, and then work our way per se, or by faith trust the Lord till we get to the place in our life where we say, Lord, it is all yours. It's all yours. So notice number one this evening, we see this giving or abundant giving or giving out of abundance. Now, I, 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 I realize tonight that I know the, the social economic background of our church. I, I know where I pastor. I know the median income of those that live in Hepzibah, Georgia. And the last time I checked, ain't none of us in here tonight millionaires. If you are tonight, you've done a really good job at hiding it, amen? And, uh, and, but all of that. But well, we were, I, what we have to realize is that being American in and of itself and living in the land that we live in, we are accustomed to abundance, we are, and we can thank God for that, amen. We live in a very blessed country, right? We, we, we have the blessings of God all around us to the point now where we begin to take, grant, or take them for granted, right? We, we begin to, to let them slip out of our hands, but you have to realize tonight that a poor American, I'm talking about somebody, you know, they have the poverty line when you go to file your taxes and all that, they have that poverty line. Can I say for the majority of my life, uh, for the majority of me, mine and Miss Becky's married life, right, we, we, we were far below that line, right? But that doesn't mean I wasn't blessed, amen? God's taking care of us. The reality is even if you come below the poverty line in America, you're far above the poverty line in many other countries. We, we are very blessed in America. I remember when I went to Albania and I, I brought cash with me to, to switch out from American dollars into the, the Albanian lek and I remember I took $400 and I transferred it and I switched it over uh, and I got 40,000 lek. I, I'd never seen that much money in my life. I felt like I was playing Monopoly. Yeah, here you go, here you go. 2,000 2, lek for dinner, here you go. That's crazy, right? But that $400 literally lasted me all week. I stayed in a hotel just about every night. I stayed in an Airbnb-like thing every night. And we didn't just stay. There's no Super 8s, right? There's no Super 8s in Albania. We stayed in a, what was considered a four-star hotel. 
uh, for a few of those nights, a very nice B&B. We went out to eat for lunch and dinner and uh, breakfast even sometimes. And we ate like, you know, pasta dishes full of seafood and things that would have costed us a fortune over here. Right? And I came back with extra money. See, we had to realize that in America, we are very, very blessed. Right? We, we're very, very blessed. And, I, and it, it, it ought to come almost instinctively to us to give out of our abundance tonight, to give out of the blessings of God. And sometimes what we allow ourselves to think that the bigger the gift that we give, the better the gift is, right? You ever seen somebody or known somebody that gives more and you're like, man, I wish one day I could give that kind of offering. I wish one day that I, I could give a dollar amount comparable to what they give. And boy, I wish one day that, you know, the Lord blessed me enough that I could give as much as so-and-so gives. Can I say tonight that when it comes to giving, God, does, God did not design it for me and you compared to each other, but rather it is for me and you to go before him and say, Lord, what would you have me to give? We see this abundant giving tonight, and we see it here in Mark chapter 12 tonight, and it is this abundant giving is tied to these rich people. Now, when I was growing up, my standards for somebody who were rich or was rich is far different than what they are now. Me and Ms. Becky were talking about this a couple of days ago. We're talking about it a little bit this afternoon, too. I was, I was remembering a conversation we had prior, and we were, we were talking about when we were growing up things that people had or did that when we were growing up, we thought, man, if they have that, they have got to be rich. They have got to have money. I wrote some of them down. I wrote, if you had a fridge in your garage, well, I thought you was rich. You didn't just have a fridge in the, the kitchen. You had one in your garage, right? Miss Becky said, well, if they had a fridge that had the ice machine in the front of it and you could put your cup underneath it and get ice and water out, you had to have some money. You had to have been rich. Uh, I wrote down some more. If you had an, a basement that was furnished, man, you had some money, right? Because I didn't have no basements growing up and, and all that kind of stuff. And <laughs> Miss Becky said, well, if they had a golf cart, I thought, man, they had some money. I thought my grandparents were, were they had to have been multimillionaires. Why? Why did you think that, preacher? Because my grandpa had a car phone. He had a phone in his car. He could call people on it. I thought, I don't know what Grandpa did for a living, but Grandpa, <laughs> help a brother out, Grandpa. <laughs> help your grandson out. If you had one of them big screen TVs, talking about that was to the floor and it was as tall as me, weighed 737 pounds. You turn that thing on, you could hear it turn on. Well, I thought, you got money. You got money. I remember we, we were got married. We moved into our second house that we were renting out, and somebody was giving away a big screen TV. Now, flat screen TVs had already been invented. They were, they were already on the market, but somebody came, and they gave us a 32-inch, I'm talking about tube TV. It was as wide as it was tall, and it was heavy. Boy, I was so excited because that was the biggest TV I'd ever owned in my life. <laughs> he said, preacher, did you think? I, no, I knew I didn't have money. Somebody gave it to me. Amen. I didn't buy it. But you know, if you had you know, a big screen TV, and here's one. My best friend had one of these. And I thought, man, I don't know what his parents do for a living. But they had a TV in their kitchen. One of them little VCR combo packs hanging up underneath the kitchen cabinet. I said, you get to eat cereal and watch cartoons at the same time? What? <laughs> What do I need to do? 
to be successful like you, right? A lot of times we look at the and, and, and we look at all these things, right? And in essence, tonight when these people give, and Jesus said, "Listen, we can tell they got money. We can tell that they are well off. We can tell they have an abundance. Just simply look at what they're giving, right? They're, they're giving out of their abundance." And Jesus says, "It is it is obvious, right, that that these people have money." Though here's the thing: Jesus calls their gift much. But notice here this morning, he doesn't have much to say about them. In essence, this, this is the, a normality in the Christian life for one to give out of their abundance. It is one to step back and say, you know what? God has blessed me and God has been good to me and he's provided a job and he's taken care of me and, and now that all my bills are paid and now that all that is taken care of, I have some abundance left right here and, and as the days are going, that abundance is getting smaller and smaller with inflation. Right, but we can look back and say, God's given me abundance and out of that abundance, I give to the Lord. And he's not condemning them. He's just trying to point out to his disciples, listen, they are giving out of their abundance. Yes, they gave much, but it makes sense because they are rich. And so he's pointing this out to his disciples and this big offering is representative of their bigger wallet and their, 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 their bigger financial gain that they have in their life. Because here's the interesting thing tonight. You, you look at both these groups, you have verse number 41 and, and people cast into the, treasury and many that were rich cast in much and this little widow woman she cast in her two mites and they had they both have the same action right the rich person isn't giving and saying listen i'm only going to give if i get x y and z they're not negotiating they're giving they are both casting they're giving into the treasury there in the temple and that word cast literally means to let go of and trust another one with the results we have to realize that when we give tonight, we are not giving to an organization, we are not giving to the church, but we are giving to the Lord. And we're saying, God, here is my abundant giving, I am giving that to you, and I'm trusting you with it. And here's the thing, God is always going to take care of what you give him. He's always going to make sure it is being dealt with rightfully and correctly, and if it's not, he'll get that person out of the way. Because God takes this get thing of giving serious. And so we see it isn't wrong what they were giving, but it was just shown to us that they were giving out of their abundance. But it could be said tonight that they were not giving their all. They were giving out of abundance, nothing wrong with that, but giving out of abundance is not giving your all. And so they are giving these great big, you gotta realize they didn't live in the 21st century Right, they can open up their checkbook and write their name on it, put a number on it, fold it up, put it in the offering plate. Right, they're carrying in coins, they're carrying in silver and gold, and so they're bringing in these heaps of things and they're just dropping them into the treasury box. And you can't help but notice how big their offering is. And Jesus said, It's absolutely okay. They're giving out of their abundance. But Jesus said, I don't want you to miss something that's taking place because of how abundantly they are giving. He said, did y'all see that little widow woman? He said, she didn't give out of her abundance. She gave out of absolute, or she gave absolutely everything that she had. And Jesus said, what they gave, the, uh, the abundant giving was great. He said, but what I, what I would rather you to give is your all. 
So we see, first of all, tonight that we are, there's abundant giving. Then notice number two tonight, there's absolute giving. Or all the way giving tonight. Now I want you to notice tonight that all the way giving is only for certain Christians. It's only for certain How do you know, preacher? Because it was only a certain widow woman that gave her all. Now I think tonight that it is available to every Christian. But I do believe tonight that not every Christian is going to progress or graduate from abundant giving to absolute giving or giving all that they have. And immediately when the preacher says, are you giving God everything? We're thinking, do I have to put everything I have in the bank account in there? Do I have to take the shoes off my feet and put them in the bank, put them in the offering plate? No, please keep your shoes on. Amen. If the Lord moves you to give your, give your shoes tonight, I pray that he also moves you to go get that spray that they have at the bowling alley, right, to spray inside of your shoes before you put them in there. But right, it's, it's not necessarily the gift because this lady gave her all, but what'd she give? Two mites. Two mites. I, I read somewhere that two mites is equal to an eighth of a penny. An eighth of a penny. Could you imagine you open up your birthday card for your birthday and it's from that rich family member and you're so excited because normally there's, there's a couple Jacksons in there, maybe there's a Grant, maybe if they really love you, there's a Franklin in there. But you open up that birthday card and there isn't a single penny in there, but there's an eighth of a sliver of one. <laughs> I found a dime outside of church this morning and I gave it to Jordan. I, I said, hey, man, this is for you. I said, don't spend it all in one place. <laughs> and pretty much, dimes are pretty much pointless nowadays. <laughs> there's, there's not much you can buy, if anything, for a dime. But she comes in and she brings what is equivalent to a quarter, because one mite was equivalent to an eight, so she brings a quarter of a penny. And she drops it into the offering plate. It's amazing, the Bible says, look, look, look what it says. It says, and she threw in two mites, which make it a farthing. Preacher, what does that mean? It was pretty much, you, you couldn't go very far with that thing. Right, there wasn't much to that. But it was all that she had. Well, preacher, obviously, preacher, it'd be a, full, a whole lot, uh, far more easier tonight for me to give two cents than it would for me to give $2,000. Can I say tonight if $2,000 is all you had or if all you had was two pennies, can I say it takes the same amount of faith to give all that you have to the Lord? Notice this, it would, it would be just as difficult to do either if it's all that you had. She gave all that she had. I want you to notice this, she gave all that she had in spite of her great loss. Preacher, how do you know she had a great loss? Well, she was a widow. We understand in Bible times that there was ways for ladies to make money, but in Bible times, the men were those who provided for the home. And I, think, I don't think that, 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 that uh, practice or that system has changed, amen? I think it is the man's responsibility to make sure his home is taken care of and provided for, right? I, I believe that's clear cut in the word of God tonight. But now her husband has died. She's lost that sole provider for her family. And we don't know how she only has two mites left, just a little farthing. We don't know how she got to that place, but maybe after trying her best to be frugal and trying her best to make work with what she had, that's all she had left from the passing of her father. But notice, or her father, her husband tonight. But notice here tonight, she could have easily said, you know what? I'm not giving God anything. He took the very man that I love. 
He, God has placed me in this predicament. But no, that's not the heart that she takes. She takes all that she has. And the Bible says she cast, in it, she cast it into that treasury box. And in essence, what she was saying, now she didn't verbally say it, but she was saying, Lord, you can take far better care of me than these two mites can. You can provide far better for me than this little farthing can. Her gift, here's the thing, when you give all you have to the Lord, when you give your everything to God, it makes you depend upon the Lord. She could have easily held on to those, I've got to hold on to this. This is, this is my nest egg. This is, this is all that I have left. I, and I guarantee you, listen, if all you have left is to a, a quarter of a penny tonight, you're not going to live a financial free life. You're not going to be able to get up in the morning and say, you know what, everything's going to be okay. I've got a quarter of a penny. Right, sooner or later, I understand Bible times are different and inflation and all that, that hasn't taken place. I don't know what you could buy for a mite. I do know that it was the smallest coinage that they had in the, the Roman Empire. It was so small they could barely get a stamp on it. And that's all that she has and she could have very easily held on it. You've got to realize tonight, that's what we look like tonight. Whether our nest egg is two pennies or it's $50,000. And we're holding on to it and say, no, this is mine. Can I say the longer you hold on to it, the more worried you're going to become. The more it's going to consume you and the more it's going to bother you, the more it's going to deal with your heart and your heart was soft and your heart was moldable by God. But now, because you're not willing to let go of what little that you have, you say, preacher, $50,000 is, isn't a little bit of money. Can I say compared to what God possesses, it is tiny. It is minuscule tonight. God looks at $50,000 and said, that's real cute. I own the cattle of a thousand hills and the hills thereof. I mean, he owns it all. We talked about that. He owns it all. And, and, and I heard a preacher say, sometimes God doesn't mind slaying one of those calves to provide for you. And then I heard another preacher say, not only if he owns the cattle and the hills thereof, he said, there's a lot more money in them hills than there are the cows. He said, because you got to dig in the ground to find diamonds. He said, every now and again, God don't mind digging out a diamond for you and providing for you. But you got to realize tonight, whether it's two miles or $50,000, it's not much compared to what God possesses. And we see tonight, and it's not so much about the number, but really it's the heart that she gives it with. She could have very easily said, you know what, I'm going to hold on to this because it's not going to make that big of a difference. But here's the thing, she gives it. <laughs> the rich people don't notice. The disciples don't even notice. The Pharisees and the scribes and the priests don't take notice of it. Matter of fact, if they did see it, they were probably critical of it. That's all you're giving? Really, that's it? Don't you see the people before you? They just gave all that gold and silver. And here you come in with your two mites. But who took notice of it? Jesus did. And Jesus said it wasn't the amount that she put in, but it was more about the heart that she gave it with. She, she said, Lord, I don't have the abundant. <laughs> or she could have said, Lord, you have abundantly blessed me. Here is one mite, and I'm going to hold on to my other. But she said, Lord, instead of just abundantly, I'm going to give you all that I have. Let me ask you tonight, how much are you giving to the Lord? How, how much are you giving to? I'm not asking a dollar amount. I'm not asking... Uh, for you to pull out a piece of paper and say, preacher, in this year, financially, I've given this much. I'm asking everything that God has given you. How much are you giving back 
to him? Are you settled for just abundant giving? Faith promises coming around. You say, I, I, look, I look at my bills and I, I looked at my financial uh, area that I'm in and my financial status and my bills. And I, it, may, it, it wouldn't be nothing for us to say, you know what, here's $20. We're going to give that. You're giving out of your abundance and God's not upset with that. But if you step back and said, all right, Lord, I know what I can give out of my abundance. God, teach me to give with my all. To give with my, my, a heart of faith where I'm completely and totally having to trust you. Brother Bob Barlett will be with us next week. He said, when, how do you know that you've arrived to that point? He said, when you fill out your faith promise card, your hands are shaking. Because you're saying, if God don't show up, I don't know how this is going to happen and how it's going to take place. I think we've got to learn in our, our Christian life that stepping out of faith is always stepping into a place that is uncomfortable to our flesh. A step of faith is always a step away from me providing for myself in becoming dependent upon the Lord. Tonight, you can live your Christian life and live with abundant giving. And I think God will accept it and God will bless it. But you can step back and say, I want to be like that widow woman. Be that certain Christian that says, all right, Lord, it's yours. Lord, tell me what to write down and I'll write it down and I'll pray and seek and I'll allow you to build my faith as you provide that giving to me. And ask, am I going to give in my abundance, which would be a great offering? Or am I going to give out of my all? Or am I going to give my all and know that that's going to build my faith? Because the more you have to depend upon the Lord, the more your faith is going to grow. Read your Bible, pray. Those are all wonderful things tonight. But it takes, without faith, it is impossible to please him. And so we ought to start praying, Lord, put an amount on my heart Lord, put an action in my life. Lord, Lord, put a purpose and a drive in my life that is not something I can do by myself and out of my abundance that you've blessed me with, but rather it causes me to step out in faith. All right, Lord, I'm trusting you. I'm trusting you. Lord, let me be like Peter and walk out on the ocean, walk out on the sea and walk on the waves and walk on the water. Peter didn't do that because he knew how to do that. Peter did that because Jesus said, come. Do you trust me, Peter? Do you have faith? The absolute giving or the abundant giving. There was a church, they were having a, a building fund fundraiser and a building fund offering one Sunday. And there was a man in the church, he was an older man, he was a miser. Right, he, he, he was one of the, he was just tight. Right, and, and, and he was one of those that, you know, he would throw a few bucks in there and a few bucks in there, here and there in the offering. But he was, he was you know, had, had hundreds of thousands of dollars. Just a couple of dollars here, a couple of dollars there. Never gave anything more than that. And so the pastor steps up one Sunday and said, listen, we're going we're gonna to take up a, uh, an offering for our building and I want you to pray for what the Lord would give you to have. And so they began to pray and it came to that Sunday and that pastor stood up and he said, all right, we're going to take up the offering. And that, that miser man raised his hand and he said, the Lord has put it on my heart to give the widow's offering. And he was almost being sarcastic, like he was going to throw a few pennies in. And before he could sit down, another lady stood up and said, well, praise the Lord. He's willing to give it all to the building fund. Can I say tonight, if I'm, if I, if I'm going to pursue and grow in my Christian life, Lord, help me to step from abundant giving into absolute all giving. Lord, it is all yours. Tell me the amount, God, it's yours. Tell, tell me who, God... It's yours. Tell me where, God, 
It is yours, and I'll be willing to give. Let me ask you tonight, are you going to live in just abundant giving? Or are you, by faith, going to step into absolute giving? Giving your all to 